welcome to It Sounded Like a Good Idea at the Time. <laughs> the podcast that thinks that it's Taylor Swift making surprise drops in your feed. <laughs> I don't know, it's like the poor man's Taylor Swift, but I think uh, yeah. uh, we're all kind of poor right now. So, you and know. And I don't know if Taylor Swift would be comfortable with that <laughs> comparison, but. Anyway, uh, if you've been around here for a while, we're back. We're back. If you're brand new, we never went away. Exactly. <laughs> we got you. <laughs> uh, I'm Caroline. And I'm Hannah. And we, guys, are so glad to be here today. We it's been missed a you. While. It's been so long. We've all been flopping around in the water like an injured <laughs> seal. <laughs> yeah. Did you know? Okay. Remember AIM? Did you? Have yeah. Uh, yes, definitely. Okay. Formative I, for me and many uh, others. I used to chat regularly with a, a man child who sure. typically put up as his away message going clubbing like we're surrounded by baby seals, which <laughs> oh my gosh. is like horrible. Right. And so when you just said flopping around like seals, like all I pictured was like an aim away message popping up. Of someone who is it. evidently cruel to animals or yeah, which I haven't, yeah, I haven't <laughs> thought of since like 2005. So thanks You're welcome. That's weird given how much I talk about seals. <laughs> is this the first <laughs> time you're listening to me? I don't know. I'm more, I'm more fixated on your body shape looking like a seal right. or, so I just wasn't it's <laughs> one or the other <laughs> but we've had some pretty like momentous things happen so it's really been eating into my seal thinking about yeah. time yeah which um, is weird I did text you quite a bit through shark <laughs> so I don't know we definitely cross wires on that one I don't know do you want to share some of the stuff that's been happening in your life over the last is it four months now I it feels like even longer but it's got to be I think it was May or June June July yeah. I think something like that um okay so we moved which um, is the saddest thing that's ever happened to me basically to our backyard it doesn't matter <laughs> we moved one street over and it was chaos I do not recommend moving with children or just in the middle you know of what? a pandemic in the middle of a <laughs> pandemic spend the money and hire movers I I promise you it's worth it. I Even if you're only like 0.4 miles away from where you originally exactly, started. Exactly. Even if you're moving into your backyard, it's not worth it. Go open credit cards. I don't care. <laughs> you Go heard, into debt. You heard it here first. <laughs> don't move for yourself. It's it's such a pain. It's 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 awful. But we're settled in. Um, we have great new friends. Still have our great okay. old friends. Well, that feels absolutely <laughs> like not a thing to leave with because I was about, about how lonely I've been. So, you know what? It's all fine. You. Everything's fine. Uh, Caroline and I are, are great. <laughs> Better, yeah. Stronger yeah. than ever. <laughs> As uh, you can tell. <laughs> but I don't know. That's the biggest one that has happened to us personally. Uh, so far, I don't think we've had COVID, but who could tell? Well... I will say the biggest thing that's happened to me besides getting a kitten um, uh, for our household. Yes. Peggy. Yes. Um, Peggy, our cat, who is really great, um, is you moving, has really been momentous. And <clears throat> not to like immediately bring us down here within four minutes of starting this podcast, but um, <laughs> it has been really really crazy to me to realize how much I had taken our friendship for granted and that I could open my door and see you literally and interact right. with you. And truly right. we put a Creek and some woods in between right. that. Yeah. And it was like, we both were like, Oh, we haven't seen or talked to each other forever. And I don't know if you remember this, but I remember it clearly because I'm still holding a grudge against you about it. Um, sure. 
we had a few weeks there where like we were completely out of sync where we would like try to meet at the pool but like misunderstand each other's yes. communication or yes. you would like misunderstand something that I said and it was like yeah okay well you move and suddenly you suck so apparently right. the only way you're cool is when you live 100 yards from me so exactly our periods aren't synced up just you know for I anyone know. who's following that like news that. yeah yeah it's not like it's, your cat was missing messing very, yours up Exactly. That was just very <laughs> tragic for me when yours started way earlier than mine. Um, that really was one of those things where I'm like, okay, so this is what happens. The patriarchy right. wins again. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so I, it is it is a bummer to not be right out front, but I love my new house so much. So I miss that convenience for sure. Um, that there's just nothing that can beat like opening the door into your neighbor's house or you know watching the comings and goings of your good friend <laughs> against their wishes but well that's what to, i do well there are two different ways to get to your house from my house and one of my focuses uh during the last few months has been on my step count i'm throwing it back to like 2012 when people cared about steps very very much right um, but you honestly you look great like you can, oh, you can tell you. you've trimmed up over the summer, which is really well, the opposite you. of the direction my body took. <laughs> well, seals always prepare for the winter in different ways. So, um. uh, yeah, one of us is smart and one of us is not smart. And I think we'll find out in a few months which one that is. <laughs> yeah. And obviously I won't be able to borrow your supplies since you're exactly. so far away. I will be so warm and I'll be in a tank top and you'll be looking ridiculous in a coat. So, um, so if I'm looking to get a lot of steps, I can go the long way to your house, which which is probably right. a walk of like, I don't know, 18 minutes, maybe. Right, right. It's probably like a solid uh, 5,500 steps, maybe okay. a little less than that. Or I can venture through the woods, which is a very direct path-ish, right. except I don't know you anymore. Um, my ovaries <laughs> don't know you anymore. And I can exactly. never know what the back of your house looks like, your new house. So which I'm forever... <laughs> I'm forever like meandering creepily through the woods like a teenager trying to get high and like half walking into people's backyard and half walking out. The other night I was on a walk and I got to your new house area and I was like, I don't want to walk all the way back to my house. So I'm just going to cut through the woods at dark with messed up contacts. I don't really know where I ended up. Like at some point I ended up... um with like an additional 1200 steps, which should have never happened. But well, I went through. You know what? You're, you're welcome. Because if I hadn't moved, who knows how few steps you would have gotten over the summer. So <laughs> thank you for my weight loss called, is what I'm trying to do. doing something for your friends. It's called sacrifice. <laughs> Ever heard of it? Um, well, obviously, I don't need to ask how you've been doing. But like, since I haven't <laughs> talked to you since our podcast took a break, um, how are you doing? <laughs> what have you learned uh, about yourself the um, last four months? What have I learned about my... Nothing good. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> nothing good. This is a real slow burn of negativity. This, is, this has been a real... Uh, let's see. I have upped my Zoloft dose. I have mm -hmm. upped my mm -hmm. intake of daily alcohol. <laughs> Great. Good. I have, Those are good I have, things purchased many vitamins that claim to not be stressful. <laughs> I you have who purchased to melatonin. The dream podcast. Exactly. exactly. Vitamins don't do anything. Exactly. I purchased some gummies from Ollie that are called stress gummies. And I take those religiously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's actually just weed. It's an edible. <laughs> I, from some high schoolers down the street. Uh, we named watched, we Ollie. Watched, <laughs> yeah. We watched enough Goop Lab that we know 
know that it's just like micro LSD. Exactly. And like, I simply don't care at this point. Like, give me whatever. Um, This is the hardest summer of my life. It has been miserable. So just anything with the ingredient L-theanine or whatever, I'm like, yeah, give that to me. That's supposed to make you relax. So yeah, it's really like, we'll see what my body looks like internally at my next physical. I don't have high hopes, but... They'll be like, ma'am, did you really just turn 31? Because your body is like 74. <laughs> you have the body of a senior citizen woman. And I'll be like, yes, thank you. Keep moving. Like, I just... I don't so, know what to tell you. So I'm only here because you called me. <laughs> so, I, I was guilted into being here. Right. I can't say no to medical professionals. So that's why I'm sitting here. But like, I don't care. <laughs> I did what I had to do. So <laughs> it's been rough. Um, but I mean, I know that we are all experiencing and have experienced many of these same and different levels of frustration and heat. <laughs> Well, oddly, um, I mean, not to like be that kid who's like, what did you get on the test? A 72? Oh, I got a 98. That's so weird. But <laughs> Oh, you were hoping for a curve? Before, you were hoping for a vaccine? LOL. <laughs> That's very funny. Um, before we started recording, I was like, well, I'm going to ask Hannah how she is. She probably won't ask me back how I am, but I will offer how I am anyway. <laughs> and look at that. You've predicted events perfectly. So weird. Um, I am already like nostalgic for this time ending. Like I that gives me anxiety, and I need to go find some more vitamins <laughs> or weeds. I don't know. <laughs> Just freebasing all the vitamins we find like scattered around your bed. It's not empty pillowcases. It's like gummy containers, and it's like Hannah, you're not dead. You're right. napping. Like, like the Target staff is like, ma'am, you are only allowed to purchase a maximum amount of these every time. Like, please stop emptying out our gummy supply of vitamins. Um. Well, the but other I, thing is I discovered I like to stress eat gummy bears. So maybe there's something there. I don't know. But I have eaten a lot of gummy bears this summer. <laughs> so. Some kind of weird texture thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have actually had a really great summer. That's Thank so you for asking. To hear. That's so uh, annoying to hear. It's the worst. And you know what? So for everyone sorry. who says be happy when women succeed, like whatever. <laughs> this is a pandemic. I'm not happy about it. <laughs> like just support me even once. <laughs> Listen, we'll talk about thriving in a minute. So settle down. Yeah. yeah. But I would oh, say. Don't get me started. I'm hot in there. I'm, I'm, I can tell oh, your, upper lip, so, your upper lip is so, so sweaty. sweaty. It's so yeah. shiny. I haven't stopped <laughs> shining since like March. So. <laughs> My face hasn't been dry in months. Just stress sweats or temperature sweats. Anyway, continue to tell me how dreamy your life is. (laughs) We've actually had a really great, we've had a really great quarantine. (laughs) Thank you. I have cut back on my alcohol tremendously. I barely drink it all anymore. I do. That makes you very approachable to me. (laughs) (laughs) You're doing amazing, sweetie. I am drinking literally untold amount of diet dr pepper like speaking of insides like mine may look mine may look like a newborn baby because it is just being completely cleansed by this acid it's It's just eroded away completely it's like like you don't even have like those things you don't need like an appendix and all that like that's just been worn away rotted away forever those were the first to go like your body just sacrificed them yeah i'll have no (laughs) organs to donate ever they'll be like oh that was maybe i don't know so right, anyway, like, Pam, um, why did you even put this little heart on your license? That was pointless and got everyone's hopes up for nothing. <laughs> okay, so going back to what I was thinking about me, I wouldn't 
I would definitely not say that it's been easy, but I will say that I've really loved this time. And I think because I see like our numbers in North Carolina are maybe knock on anything hard getting better that some things are starting to feel like, okay, we can re-enter some sense of normalcy. But I feel like what the last few months have given me is a chance to... It sounds so like chicken soup for the soul, but experience <laughs> the life that I was like had on this pedestal and actually like right. appreciate the things that I have and don't have. And I think it's given me a perspective that I needed of working mom, stay at home mom. You guys have heard us talk about that forever. Um, but I also was feeling like we were so overscheduled. Um, yeah. But it's given me to like cut back on some of that and then really like find adventure. Like we really, really, really like to go on adventures all over, but without paying for things or going inside, obviously. So we found right. some really cool like nature things, some outdoor things um, that I personally have really loved that time. So sorry it's been hard for you. It's been like really <laughs> you are doing your life wrong. Me. Um, I just can't. I I love that part of the spirit. Oh my gosh, my hair is sticking straight up. <laughs> this is what you're doing to me right now. Um, <laughs> my hair is just sticking straight up. I uh, loved that part of the spring because it was beautiful weather. We had a fantastic spring. And the second the summer hit, it was just like, I could not be outside. Like it was so, I was so miserable. And all I want to do is be at the pool. And I'm hoping for that in the fall as well. We've had some tastes of fall weather, so we might be able to cut down on the gummies, but I don't want to yeah. promise anything because... Yeah, don't, 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 don't do that to yourself. Because <laughs> holidays are right around the corner from there. Oh my gosh. But, so I will Costco, say... do you stock Ollie's? <laughs> that as things wax and wane, I was so happy for the pool to open. Then around July, I was really on the bus of the, the pool staying open late here. Yes, because typically, same. if you're not familiar with North Carolina weather, like well into September, it is mid-September now, like, I don't know, it was like 92 today. I mean, it was ridiculously warm. And right. so usually pools close at Labor Day. And then we're like, well, these are 90 degree days. What are we supposed to do? Yeah, um, it's miserable. And then again, <laughs> usually kids are all in school, which most of them are not right now. So <laughs> true. So both our neighborhood pool and the Y pool um, extended their time to the end of September, which was going to be glorious and great until two of my kids who were wearing pedal jumpers decided to take them off. And now none of my children right. are wearing pedal jumpers, all with a varying degrees of success. I mean, personally, right. it's a big accomplishment, but for me, I'm like, Oh, for sure. Oh, still not, not even a little bit, especially Jane Ellis, who, um, is really thinks she's Michael <laughs> yeah, she just went to the summer and she like just jumps in with right. no like warning. She's like, no, I'm just going to swim to you. I'm going to dive down for toys. It's fine. Um, right. so what was like a Shangri-La there for a while? I'm really glad only happened at the end of August because I'm like, all right, well, right. they need to know that pools are closed now because this is like not an activity that can be an option for us anymore. I've been telling my kids they've been closed since Labor Day, so. <laughs> oh, well. You sound ridiculous. Jeremiah <laughs> Milan, if you don't want to be lied to anymore, come talk exactly. to me. Exactly. <laughs> I am not, no one has ever thought I'm the fun mom. No one is under any <laughs> misconceptions um, about that one, so. Well, I will ask this question. Okay. What have you been consuming media-wise that has been really great or really helpful for you the last few months? Uh, I would not say that I've been looking to media for anything helpful, except for uh, escapism. So totally. there's that. Okay, yeah, so yeah. I like... Um, <laughs> 
let's see, you got me into Selling Sunset, you and my sister-in-law and my cousin. Uh, I never finished it, but it was very... What I'm noticing is like, there's a lot of stuff that I'll like like to watch for an evening or two. And then I'm like, nah, I don't really care anymore. Like, yeah. um, I've read a lot of good books. Uh, someone, I think, recommended this to me. I think a listener recommended this to me. And if you did, let us know. Um, there's a book series by Lee Bardugo uh, called Crooked Kingdom, or that's the second one. I don't know. It's like this like fantasy, like young adult fantasy, but it's so, it was like so unique to me and I absolutely loved it. And I read both of them. And so I just, I don't know. It's like one of my favorite fantasy books ever. It was so well-written. Um, so if you recommended that, thank you. That was a fantastic recommendation. And, um, but other than that, I mean, what have you recommended? I just started Never Have I Ever, which I'm immediately hooked because oh, I do not it watch opens that. up watch or is it a show oh red sorry for some oh, reason yes. i was thinking of a show but i don't think it's called never have i ever anyway okay, yes. it sounds similar uh no i started that but what else you say what you what you've read because i think i've read a lot of the books you recommended and they're they've been great i have read so many books um which has been really fantastic for me. I have ditched my Kindle because I didn't want an additional device, but I am reading right. Kindle app on my phone because it okay. is well, so that's... much easier. It's not like <laughs> I just ditched the separate Kindle device. You're not better than um, me. <laughs> I am. I am. <laughs> Meanwhile, I ordered a tile sticker to go on my Kindle because I keep <laughs> losing true. it. So. But I do find that like, it is just so convenient to open the app on my phone, which is always with me anyway, counting steps. Um, that it's just been <laughs> nice. <laughs> anyway, I um, read The Gifted School, which I know yes. that you also yep. read, which and loved. really liked. The Last Widow by Karen Slaughter, oh, which was yes. so good. Um, and we got some, uh, and, some listeners said they liked that too, I think, because I was, we were talking about, I was talking to a few people about Karen Slaughter on my Instagram. Because mm-hmm. um, she had one book early on that I did not like. So that's why I told you I was iffy about reading her, reading this book. But my gosh, it was incredible. Really good. Uh, so Never Have I Ever, another really good one. I'm really interested to hear later on how you feel at the end. I really loved the book, but there's a plot line that was so questionable to me okay. um, that I'm interested in. Okay. I just finished a book called Harmony, which has every element that I love about a book, which is um, complicated family dynamics. Yeah. Chapters from different characters' point of views. And right. quest- questionably a cult. So there we go. That's uh, someone. Someone crawled into your mind and oh yes. made the perfect book for Caroline. It was very good, and I read it very quickly. There was another one that I flew, like absolutely flew through. I know. I feel like there's not one that, right now. Well, if you think of it, mention uh, stop me. But I started one book that I later realized I got for free, which should have been a, a bit of a red flag. But oh, okay. um, I wanted I was so into the idea because it was about quantum physics. It was a sci fi book about quantum physics. And there's a book called um, Dark Matter, which I've talked about before that I'm obs- it's such a good book about quantum physics. And okay. um, so I was like, this is going to be really good. But I am not kidding when I tell you that every paragraph, every single paragraph started with an incomplete sentence. Oh. And it was driving me crazy. Crazy. Like it would be like driving down the road, period. 
Oh, that's it? To pick, that's it. That's it. It wasn't even like, you know how sometimes you're like, oh, I just didn't read that right. It was oh, totally. every single paragraph. You know, every paragraph in a book is like, what, three to four sentences. So every right. time I'm having to go, every single paragraph, I'm to go back and remind myself. So finally, I just went on the Goodreads reviews and decided that enough people didn't like it. So I'm like, I'm not going to waste my time. <laughs> with um, this. I just remembered... The other one, I've read two books recently by Camille Pagan. Um, right. Yes, yes. One is called I'm Fine and Neither Are You, which I loved. Asterix I Pagan. Pagan. You, I think that you're right. Didn't you say she's married to an uh, Indian man? In the book, she is. Oh, oh I was going to say, just, just a guess. Or if she but was I do like... think that you are right. I think it probably is not Pagan, but... Because there's an accent somewhere. Sorry, sorry, oh, Camille. Yeah. Um, I'm slaughtering that <laughs> joke on Karen Slaughter. Anyway, <laughs> um, I loved it in that it was so, so, so relatable to me. Yeah. But it was also maybe too relatable where it felt like I was reading my own brain, which didn't necessarily feel right. like escapism. Um so it was no fault of Camille's. It was... I, I <laughs> you hit the nail the on the head too well, Camille. Do worse it, next time. She, so, well, then I read her a follow-up to that. It wasn't a follow-up to the book, but just another book by her called This Won't End Well. And uh-huh. I loved that one. Um, I also would recommend I'm Fine, Neither Are You. But if you want to know how I relate to life, that is th- that book absolutely summed it up um i'm dying to read those but i couldn't get find them in our library maybe i can find well, the actual copies yeah i accidentally somehow have kindle unlimited um which is proven to be an excellent subscription service i yeah. have no idea how much i'm paying for it um, 99 a month i looked it up <laughs> a month oh man that's way too expensive but <laughs> it gives you access to many more titles in yeah. the library and I have found as much as I love our library app, there are some authors that aren't on there at all yeah, yeah. Um, that I really want to read. And you can check them out indefinitely and then you just return them and then get more. So that's real nice. That's that's worth it. I, I got to remember to check for like an actual I always forget that like actual book are an option at a library. Oh, <laughs> like, sure. like well, if it's not on, closed for so long. Right. And if it's not on Libby, I'm like, mm, too bad. I guess I'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll write <laughs> like that never. Right. <laughs> exactly. But anyway, um, yeah, I'm dying to read those too. So fingers crossed I find I find those. We also just watched a movie that is not a new release by any means, but Knives Out. It was oh, a 2019. Yeah. Have you watched it? Yes. Passan actually he loved, loved it. Movie. He bought it. Yeah. He did? Yeah. <laughs> I was really surprised. He loved it. We've watched it again. Like, I, we think that movie is fantastic. We, we never watched agreed. it like last week and we loved it. We'd flown through some great series um, and it really didn't have anything that we were watching. So we like restarted the office yet again. Again. Um, again. But I was like, maybe we just need a movie to break things up and Knives Out, like that, whatever genre that is, is like my I, favorite genre. And so I can't figure out what good. it is. I know. It's like, it's like a dark comedy. Right. It was definitely thriller. perfectly comedic. And like yes. every single one of those actors hit the nail on the head with their character. Um, Daniel Craig in that movie. Yes. Me. All yes. of it is so good. It's also good. Chris Evans character is perfect. Oh my gosh. The characters are perfect. Like, well, anything with Christopher Plummer gets an A plus for me because he's a legend. I Um, love Michael Shannon and, um, 
what is that? Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm forgetting her name. This is disappointing to me. Uh, the one who plays the super spoiled woman. Oh, um, Jamie Lee Curtis. Nope, but I oh, oh yes, I love Jamie Lee Curtis. The um, other Tony Tony, Tony Collette. Collette. Yes, Tony yes. Collette. Yeah, I love all of them. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. I love Tony Collette. That was the first thing I've seen with Anna de Armas. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's going to be in James Bond, right? Yes. Um, which she did. She did a great job. I thought as an actress. Um, oh, absolutely. So yeah, um, it was great. Well, we're forgetting a really big thing that we already knew we were going to spend some time talking about, which is the yeah. one thing that we both have been listening to. Yes. Okay. Pretty much not clear, clear your, <laughs> clear your palates. Listen, go ahead, go ahead and hit pause on us because we're no, not, nothing that matters <laughs> as much as this next person. Um, we have both, and I think it was, was it your Amy who recommended it? How Amy did recommended this? this? Yes. Okay, well, your Amy is way better than my Amy um, in, <laughs> today um, because Scam Goddess Podcast yes. is, I'm obsessed with it. If you're not listening to Scam Goddess with Lacey, you are missing out. She is like, I don't, I think I listened to like one or two episodes and mm-hmm. I, I, I texted you because I'm like, oh my gosh, Caroline has to listen to this and like within two days you had listened to like 18 hours yeah I think I had more than you because I had like a 24 hour event that I was working so I was in the car for some reason like you for days it felt so like much. I'm like oh my gosh I'm so behind oh and my walks that's been the the plus side of my right. walks so I've been going on right. all these walks and so I have like an hour and I mean I binge it. typically I'll right. binge like a few episodes of a podcast and then I kind of go off it for a while like right. Office Ladies which I still really like I recently re-picked up the American Girls podcast which I love um Allison and Mary right. those co-hosts are fantastic yeah they're great but Scam Goddess from Lacey Mosley I rarely like will just crack up by myself like exactly. laughing out loud exactly. but I look like an insane person walking right. around on these walks in our neighborhood laughing out loud totally I, I look the same in the car so more appropriate than you but it is <laughs> so funny she the way she the funny thing is she has a different person on every week and you know sometimes you think like people you know chemistry between people on a podcast can be a hit or miss but like I don't know she's she makes every single week work somehow like it's never like oh I that think, was yeah because I think she's such a force because I've noticed right. that so it's an Earwolf network podcast. And yeah. oftentimes I think that Earwolf is finding her co-host. Like sometimes you can tell it's really like a friend of hers and that's always great yeah. chemistry. Sometimes it's just someone else from another Earwolf podcast right. that you can tell she doesn't know as well. Right. But she is so hilarious. I mean, this is again, not at all sponsored. This is just, we oh, truly yeah. love this podcast. Yes. Um, We've been talking about talking about this for since like July. <laughs> we recommended it to our friend, Chris of the Batchmaker. She texted us that she'd been listening to it and loving right. it. And just to give a little, I won't ask Hannah to summarize it. I almost did, but okay. well, that's I know better. Appropriate, but fair. <laughs> Some things we remember after breaks. Um, <laughs> so I love true crime. But sometimes they get burnt out on true crime. They're too heavy or whatever. So each week she covers essentially like a white collar crime. Just someone who is like a con artist or a scammer. Right. And talks about them. But it is her her commentary, her co-host commentary. It's just. Right. It's great. She just did two or three weeks ago. Um. A big episode on Sean King. Somebody and we were waiting for that episode. We were like, oh, we want her to do an episode on Sean King, and she did. And 
It was yeah, really she good. called him Fraud- Froderick Douglas, which just, <laughs> so I many mean, names for him. Kills that me. was one of like 20 nicknames that she just like spouted off that were just like Caroline level. Uh, <laughs> no way better. Um, I bow down. Lacey, <laughs> uh, if you're listening, I'm sure you aren't. Come, come talk to us. Like I will join the Earwolf Network to come be on your podcast. Exactly. Oh my gosh. She's amazing. She just, there's, I don't know. It, there's something about like she's talking about something that's ultimately negative, but there's <laughs> nothing that will brighten your day like listening to her podcast. Well, the way she worships these scammers just kills right. me. Where she's like, "That is my king." Like, right? Exactly. <laughs> she's just so like, good. "That's the best scammer I've ever heard of. They're amazing. Way to go!" <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so good. So she just really like applauds people who can pull off long cons, and right. I, it really made me feel that way too. Yes. <laughs> like if you can get away with these things good for you exactly uh she's an actress as well so um makes me want to watch the show that she's on which no i'm totally blinking um she's a guest she i don't think she has anyway i don't know what her role is i've got to remember she's talked about it a couple times but blah 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 she's amazing scam goddess podcast look it up and subscribe yeah, if you want to follow her on Instagram, she said that she's been locked out of her podcast Instagram account. Um, so if you look at Scam Goddess Pod, it looks like it's really old, <clears throat> but she posts on her Instagram account, Diva Lacey, and it's L A C I, and she's just great. Right. Um, do you want to take a quick break? And when we come back, we'll talk about ways that you can thrive like I am. <laughs> yes, let's do it. Okay. We're back. And I have placed a hold on those real life books. <laughs> <laughs> Please let me know what you think about them as you read I'm them. I'm very Pay excited. Attention. Yeah. Um, my new favorite thing really, I think, with us sharing some books that we've liked has been not reading things in tandem and sharing notes, but like having read things ahead and wait for your commentary on them. <laughs> I, I really know. love that. I, I don't bother looking up books anymore because you just supply me with constant content. You and our good friend, Rachel... Um, oh, she's so great. She's great. And she posts a lot of reviews as well of like, like her thoughts on books. So I don't like, I do not need to go for books. Like I've always got something waiting that one of you two recommended. Um, well, I want to turn the page. <laughs> We're uh, done with this. Let me swipe here. Um, <laughs> one thing that we have talked about or I guess apparently I've been pretending to talk about, but not really feeling um, is just this constant theme that we have been running into about months now. Yes. About ways to make sure that we are thriving during the season. Right. And boy, I don't love the term triggered, but that has been becoming more familiar and comfortable with that term. (laughs) But I do feel like it's been a real compound effect for me where when I see these things at first, it was like, oh, okay, like I'm just not there yet. But maybe as this goes, I'll get there. The longer this is gone, the more I want to shove that whole notion aside. And it is so troublesome to me. Yeah. Quick side note, of course, if you know everyone, the thing about Instagram is a lot of times we are sharing what is most helpful to us. So like, obviously, Uh if you're sharing these things and you find them helpful to you, that is fantastic. Like we would never, it's not that we're like, stop telling people, you know what I mean? I just want to clarify, do you and live your most honest life, but I might have to delete Instagram. (laughs) Like I can't handle it. Like literally... 
um, didn't you send me something a while? Oh no, I sent you something again. My Amy sent it's like gold. Like, what is your Amy even sending us other than yeah, excellent product reviews and oh, yeah. jealous looks of her perfect weather? But um, my Amy sent me this quote from this Instagram account, um, and I'll we can link it because I can't quite remember what it's called, but it was saying like back in. I think it was like World War One and World War Two. Like the women who were home because the men were off at war were not expected to thrive. They were just expected to survive or something. That was that was a quote that I literally texted you that uh, I had thought of on my own. No, so. you didn't think of that on your own. Yes, okay. I did. Hang on. Now we have to. Don't you dare go to receipts. I sent you to receipt. original content. <laughs> original. I'm a hundred percent sure I got it from this. Well, I think I got it from an Instagram account and my Amy. So was it mine was it mine right and your DM? <laughs> <laughs> was it at Caroline Airy okay. sending you a DM? Someone said at some point this thing that I find to be really true and on point. It doesn't it was matter where it came from. Maybe it was, it was Caroline <laughs> who has a history oh of having her this content is, stolen this from is her. Unbelievable. <laughs> Obviously we're out of sync. Obviously, Obviously. Your has destroyed this. I honestly who knows what I'm on right now? Like a lot of stuff. So yeah, all fine. the gummy bears are really hitting the system. Gummy bears, Vita gummies. <laughs> this is probably our only episode of the season. I hope that you guys enjoyed it. It's <laughs> I know. I'm also like trying to get through my summer truly stash. So that has been high on my God. priority of drinks today because I got to be going for the fountain beers. It's fine. Everything is fine. Heath Ledger in front of me right now. I'm not okay with it. That's so upsetting. And most of the things are like soft things, though. It's fine. <laughs> sure. That's exactly what they say. Yes. Anyway. Anyway. Oh, back to what we were saying. Um, this narrative is the worst. The profound thing that I sent you. Sure. Sure. Allegedly. Well, okay. Well, we had been sending... I will give you this. We okay. had been sending content back and forth that was like... This feels very difficult to read. Of yes, here are ways to like make sure you're also carving out time for self care. Make sure that you're carving yeah. out time to relax so that you can be thriving as a mom. Make sure you're clearing out mental space. Things that were like, yeah, sure, those are good reminders. Also, though, could we not add one more thing to the plate right. that feels like an obligation to do, whether it is like a a net positive or not? Right. Because as I was saying to you, sure. When men went off to World War II and the women were at home tending their victory gardens, they weren't like also... I do remember victory gardens being said. They weren't like, also make sure that you're like sipping your matcha and your bone broth from your victory garden alone for quiet time and getting this restorative place. Like... It was, hey, you're keeping the country running and we are so thankful for that. Like right. that was that was the communal success of like, let's take pride in the fact that we're doing this. Yeah. Versus feeling like, but how are we like thriving through this? Yeah. And I feel like that's something that has been difficult <laughs> is to feel like, can we not just applaud the fact that you know, at least for right, us, like we, we made it this far. <laughs> it's been six months, right? Like this week is going to be six months that that at least in Charlotte that that we have been, you know, sheltering in place. And even though things are opening, you know, it's been six months that right women are shouldering a lot more of the burden. There are a lot of articles about that, right? Um, let's not act like there's another thing to also be striving for here and make something out of this that it isn't. And like in normal times, it would not like hit me. But I think it started off with us just kind of saying like, ah, ha ha. Or like, I think even it first started off with like, 
thinking like, okay, good advice, good advice. And then like, as we progressed for me, it was like, I, there's no thriving for me in this. Like, I don't like this weather. There's a point in July last year where um, our other friend and I got uh, passes to our science museum. Cause I was like, this is enough. It's miserable. The water is like so hot that I'm like overheating in the pool. <laughs> and this <laughs> happens to seals. It happens to a lot of us when we're not in our regular climate. And, um, I just like that was like we're like all right well let's survive the summer doing this other thing but like this was the only option now a lot of people did not even have that option and I'm very grateful that we had the pool but like oh my gosh I was so burnt out on it it was the only thing keeping us going and then it's like the guilt of well if we're not at the pool then my kids are on screens and then the second school starts they're on screens because it's through school and it's too hot for me to like drag them outside like that's not cool I don't want to be out there (laughs) well yeah and and school takes a toll on both you and your kids exactly and you know, even then it's, I guess, screens are a big one for me of, I don't know, my kids have been on screens. I don't really want them on screens again. Right. But like, but what else like, is there? What are we going to do? But I think... They've been in this house with these people. You said, you said this. I will give you this credit. They've thanks. been in this, in this house with these people for months on end. Like, they're yeah. tired of it, as are yeah. we all. Well, you know, I think for me too, like... Of course, this is just the way of our society and the way of America, surely, is we can bond over something in the short term and we can't just be united in something, right? Like, right. as the virus itself became more politicized, conspiracy theories began running rampant, which I would love right. to dive into because I've been down some real rabbit holes you, on Instagram. You spent some time <laughs> in some seedy places <laughs> of the internet. <laughs> They're not seedy, it's legitimate, Okay. okay. If you want to talk about the Podesta emails, you email me and I'll oh talk to you God. about it. Don't <laughs> anyone do that. Anyway, regardless, regardless, everything became so fractured and every decision that one of us made became so highly fraught, which right. added so much more, I think, burden where suddenly we couldn't just make a decision that was just our decision and trust our in, our own intuition for ourselves, yeah. for our family, for our kids. It all became something. And yeah. everything seemed to become, I think, uh, what felt like a competition of who was doing this best and who was thriving through this. And uh-huh. I even felt that way. At the beginning, I was loving like thinking of preschool activities and things like that to keep my kids engaged. And I was doing Instagram. Oh my Insta gosh, that feels like that. years ago. Doesn't it? Doesn't yeah. it feel like 14 years ago? I was Insta-storing it a lot for my own memories. But then I was realizing I was com- becoming pretty like addicted to the feedback I was getting from it. Right. And I'm like, I don't want to misrepresent here that this is also hard. Like... Yes, 45 seconds right. of that activity may have been golden, but there was also a lot that, that wasn't. Right. And I think that that casts an undue light. Like currently I'm coming after, I'll tell you, homeschool moms who I think are doing an incredible job with their kids, but seemingly there is a small quadrant of homeschool right. moms who are coming across to me in my feed anyway, very mm-hmm. smug and superior of the way that they are doing school when it feels like chosen to live their lives. Correct. I'm not saying that's a bad call. I think however you're educating your children right now is the right way. And I know it was hard and you're doing a great job. Right. However, I think the way that sometimes we broadcast our decision making. Yeah. It can make other people feel like 
they aren't doing it the right way. And there's some, absolutely, yeah. There's some ways to like kind of personally edit that. Mm-hmm. But I think right now the focus should not be on who's doing this best. Like we're all just trying to claw our way out of it. Right. Right. And I am not at this point looking for like too much advice. <laughs> like yes. oh, I've totally. tried everything. What I love is talking to people and like something coming up in conversation. I'm not talking about like when like chatting over DMS or in person or nothing like that. I'm talking about like, stuff and this comes from someone who posts stuff to their story all the time it's just like here's how you guys are all thinking wrong (laughs) here's every way you should so that's different but um i'm just saying like (laughs) that's that's flawless and my reasoning is flawless but i i just i don't know and again like I get something out of reposting to my story. So obviously other people do too. Like obviously you get something out of it and to you, it might just be encouraging, but my gosh, to me, it feels like you are adding something else to my plate and everyone is adding things to my plate and I can't like possibly keep up. So I think the other thing that I realized, and at least I've settled into this, that maybe this is healthy. Maybe it's not healthy. I don't know. I still don't have a therapist, but I think that there are just some seasons of life that aren't about us as individuals being the best that we can be. I think there are times that like our focus is not on how well we can do and how great we can feel and how healthy we can be as a whole unit of a person. There are just seasons that are like, you know what? Physically I'm struggling right now and that is okay. It's temporary. And that's fine. Let's celebrate that. Or right. And when you come out my season to be like mentally all there, I don't know. Exactly. And when you come out the other end, you will still pat yourself on the back because you made it. Not because like I was happy the whole time, you know, like that you don't need to do that. Not to like extend this metaphor like further, but you know, like if you think about like pregnancy, you know, like we're applauded for changing physically as we grow this baby and Mm -hmm. it's not super comfortable. Labor is not super comfortable. We all know that. Right. But everyone's like applauding you through that of like, you're sacrificing so much. You're right. We know postpartum is hard. We know newborn phase is hard, but you're doing it. But for some reason, it's like once you come at this season anyway, it's like, hey, here are some other things you could be doing. Do you want tips right, for how to make right. it a happier household? Do you right. want tips for how to like really survive through quarantine? Like, no, I don't. I, I don't. don't. I don't. And you know, honestly, like I don't, I can't afford to take time, tips for myself. Right. Because like, if I can do something, it's like, oh my gosh, I have five minutes. Let me sit down and read. It's not like... Okay, let me make sure because then I'm like, oh my gosh, I was like stressing out that I didn't get a walk in that day and right. that I didn't get like, and, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, are my children healthy and happy? Yes, that has to be the priority because that's my responsibility right now. Like, well, and the, yeah, totally. Sorry, I interrupted you. You keep going. No, it's okay. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say the other thing that I've had to abandon personally is like a two year plan, a three yeah. year plan, anything long term. <laughs> totally, totally. A year-long plan. I don't know. One, we don't know what anything's going to look like. So that's completely fruitless. And it's like, I don't know. I can't really think about like what's happening tomorrow outside Mm -hmm. of my kids' Zoom schedules. I don't know. And I mean, not only that, I, at this point, I truly don't want to know. Like I was telling you a while back, like if in March when we stopped, when our school shut down, which was like March 15th or something, Mm -hmm. if I had known at that time that we would not be starting school in the fall and that we would start online school and then it would be this hard and like I would feel this defeated. Although it's been a lot smoother this last week and this week. 
I would have sunk into a major depression. Like, I don't yes. want to know. Like, you know, um, sometimes Passan sends me articles like someone says this will be I'm like, I'm not even opening this. Like, it's not good for me to open this. I, I do not look away from the news. I am not one to put my head in the ground. But I also know that like, whatever happens, happens with this. <laughs> like, I can't read some something about like Fauci saying this is going to be a while. Like, you know what, buddy, just do you. You got this. Just go with God. <laughs> Get us a vaccine. <laughs> I can't. Don't talk to me until it's here. I can't. <laughs> right. Well, and I do think, I don't know, like this again, so chicken soup for the soul. But I feel like I can look back on the last however many months it's been and be like, it was a really great time. Because I'm not thinking about, wow, how defeated did I feel in June when I found out we'd be another six weeks or another seven uh-huh. weeks or that the why childcare isn't opening again or, or, you know, whatever. Right. It, it was like, well, but today was a really good day. And this weekend we went to the super cool rock place and that was amazing. And we probably wouldn't have done that on a Saturday ordinarily. Right. And here are like these moments that were all really, really great. And I'm not thinking about, well, what will Thanksgiving look like? Will we be able to be with our families? What will right. Christmas look like? Well, if the kids go back, will what will flu season look like? I mean, some of that you do when you're making decisions, but for the most part, I'm like, I don't know how am I feeling today? Am I? Yeah, and that, that has been a positive like, outcome for sure. <laughs> right? Yeah, um, being able to be a little less obsessed with a plan is definitely a positive outcome of this for me. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. like you said, like, I don't know what next year is going to look like and I just can't be bothered. (laughs) Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know when Maya will go back to school. I don't know when Milan will go back to school. (laughs) We shall see like all of it. And the fact that I can just kind of say that like last year at this time, Hannah would not recognize that. So I like that you're breathing kind of heavy into it, I think. Yeah, I'm having a hard time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Anyway, so I'm I'm proud of that. (laughs) But and also like, I will look back on this time and know that like this was incredibly difficult. And that's what makes me proud of getting through it. Not like that I was having a great time the whole time. So like, I just think if you're feeling defeated, like like I feel, you know, just... I don't know, release that, like you always say, like release that perspective. We're so isolated now that it can be harder to like connect with people. I mean, even like our our other friend was talking to me today about school, talking about how she doesn't want her kid to fall behind and she's worried. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, every one of us is thinking that release that <laughs> like, yeah. and she's like, should I have put her in, kin- did I put her in kindergarten too early? And I'm like, it doesn't matter. It's done. Yeah. Everything is fine. They will be fine. Teachers are heroes. <laughs> we know yes, this. Gosh. Like they teachers are heroes, period. Yeah. So like regardless, just if it is hurting you to see these things, just ignore it and know that you will be like you are stronger because you're coming out on the other end of this. You know, summer's almost over. That'll be better for all of us anyway. <laughs> well, I think too, like when I was saying, like, oh, I'm nostalgic for this time already. Like when I I think when I don't know, 10 years have passed, even maybe longer than that, when some of the sharpness has faded right. this time, because it already, I cannot believe that it's been six months. And the same way that, that it's felt weird. like it's been 18 years, I feel like it's been a super fast six months considering all the things we haven't been able to do. Oh, it's kind of like what raising kids is like, right? It's yeah. like, oh, I can't believe they're already six. Weren't they just five weeks old? And then also like, I've never not had you in my life. Right. So I feel like, no, this is just what we've done. And 
I said this like in March, idiotically not realizing what we were going to be going through here in September or, you know, or to the point of September. But I'm like, I know that they are going to ask, do you remember what we did during quarantine? And like, right. Some of my earliest memories start around kindergarten. So when my oldest is starting kindergarten, I'm realizing like these are probably some of her earliest memories. And I want whatever feeling that is, even if the day to day is super hard, whatever feeling I can create for them. Right. That's a priority for me over how I'm feeling necessarily. Totally. I've had 34 years that have been pretty great. So if if I've got like half a year, that's not so awesome. Again, I'm continuing to poison my body multiple times a day. That's fine. I'll figure out the right time to remember to get through. It's all fine, guys. Episode title. Everything is fine. Everything (laughs) is fine, guys. Um, But my question for you, that was a very long winded way to get to my question of, how can we be encouraging to each other that just celebrates the like, hey, you did it today. Like, right. That's period the end. You're doing it. You I are think, thriving. I think the answer to that is to make it more personal. Like, I think the answer to that, like, I have weirdly been reaching out more to like pages that I follow, <laughs> like, you know, that are yeah. not like just to message someone and say, like, thank you for sharing that or whatever. Like, I oh, feel better nice. about like shooting a message and saying that than just like clicking like or like, you know, like really nice, like say, like I like connecting more than platitudes, I guess. But I mean, at the same time, like that's just me. Some people might like the platitudes. So I think, (laughs) I don't know, just err on on the side of at least, I don't know. I guess I don't really know where I'm going with that. I was going to say err on the side of going with what you, you like, but I guess that's what everyone's doing anyway. <laughs> release no, the pressure. I, release the pressure. That's what I want to say. Yeah. No, release the pressure is good. And I think for me, editing what I'm looking at or at least yeah. the lens through which I'm looking at yeah. right now, anything that I see that's content that's like telling me what to think or what to hope for, or what to try to manifest or whatever. I'm like, <laughs> LOL. Okay. Exactly. That's like how I'm just viewing everything where I'm like, yeah. sure. Right. Sure, sure I'm going to do that. Sure, I'm going to thrive. Like, you know what? My kids are happy and healthy today. That is thriving for me. Like, yeah. I don't need I don't need to actually like I don't know what it would look like for me to thrive on top of that. Because like that's a success to me. Like so many people are not that lucky and so many people have not made it out of this, you know. Well, and I also just realized sitting here, obviously not everyone who views an account or content is in my same demographic of anything across the board. And maybe what they do need is a reminder that, Hey, have a five year plan because it's not always going to be these six months. Like you need to look for the thing, whatever it is that you are praying for, hoping for, believing in that can still happen. And that's hope Right. where right now I'm like, I don't know, like just getting through a day is a huge thing to celebrate. Yeah. Maybe it is kind of redefining what thriving looks like and seeing everything through that lens. Because again, to me, it's like being fine. Yes, exactly. That's good. That's good. Like, I guess the perception is this the biggest thing that has been getting to me, which is like, I just, and I mean, I, I, even when I think about deleting Instagram, I'm like, well, I can't really do that because truly I have found some fantastic comedic comment content over the summer and it really brings me life. But, um, and like, there's a, like, there's a lot of good stuff on social media there's good to be had there so it's like i can't really delete it because <laughs> it is also like the way of connecting with people yeah I, so we watched a documentary last night that my friend maylee recommended called social dilemma it's on netflix um i highly recommend it 
it is both encouraging and very convicting and super depressing. But they, <laughs> the they yeah, they interview all of these former um, social media platform executives who are now no longer with those platforms. One is like the creator of the like button on Facebook oh, wow. and sort of the like intention behind the things that they created. And like a reminder that no one who created these things had like a master plan of evil that right. seems to have been created. And like there is pure connection that happens. I mean, even some of the accounts that we both jointly follow or one of us follows that may be a little bit like eye rolly. There is connection and good conversation that happens when we share those back and forth. Like I did not mean by any means to shame anyone homeschooling and sharing your homeschool experience. I do hope it's great. Our, our virtual kindergarten experience has been so smooth and so wonderful. And so I know that is also like a smug thing. Um, but sometimes like when I'm like, oh, you're doing a composer study for your four-year-old. Okay, that's cool. Also, let me share that with Hannah so we can roll our eyes a little bit at that. <laughs> Not to bring, and it's never to bring anybody else down for their experience, but just to be like, hey, let's like both share and connect on this level of like, this is right. not at all our experience. It's like, right. I don't know, we listened to Jojo Siwa. Is that like a musical composer? Does that count as like music study? Uh, my kids are real into Spice Girls right now and I cannot explain <gasps> oh, the level amazing. of success I feel as a human being for that happening in my family. Uh, that you should. Why haven't you posted that on your Insta stories? That is something to be superior about. I don't know. It's um, really, it's really recent. Also, Milan looked at himself in the mirror and said, "Hey, handsome." So, yeah, honestly, I am crushing oh, it. Wow, like for my parenting talks. See, the problem is you're not posting this on social, so no one can be jealous. So definitely, exactly. I'm not smug enough. I definitely think that's one of my problems in life is like be more arrogant. <laughs> well, it's weird because you think more highly of yourself than almost anyone else thinks of you. <laughs> But yet you don't like project it. Uh, no, it tracks. It's not weird. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, exactly. Well, I share stuff they say. I just don't put their pictures up all that often. But true. The funny well, thing was, I did put a picture up for Maya's birthday, and then I hadn't for Milan's birthday. And I I'm like, that. well, that's fine. That's fine. At the, by the time they can figure it out, they won't be surprised. No, that is very funny. They'll uh, be well, rolling their eyes. One of my children has been having me call her Dave for the last three days. So I don't know. Everything's fine. Honestly, we're uh, all very accepting of whatever. So do do you. Yeah, truly do you. Just know that sometimes I'll share it with Hannah to make fun of you. Sometimes I'll share it with Hannah to like really celebrate what you're doing. But I do think that it's a good idea always to just remind people in your life, no matter how they're doing it, that they're doing a really good job. I think exactly. we all just need to celebrate each other. Like yes, regardless. That's the takeaway. Like yeah. You are thriving. I don't know if you're I, listening uh, to this. You're that's, thriving. That, that's obvious. Oh, okay, I thought you meant me. That's cool. Oh, <laughs> nope. Sorry. Um, I, okay, we're fine. Rewind. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back with. It sounded like a good idea at the time. All right, we're back. Um, we had kind of gotten away from doing it sounded like a good idea at the time segments because we were all just living it. But I do have to say, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I am a huge football fan and I have been hyping football season to the girls um, in a big way. And they are pretending to be really into it with us. So Which is adorable this, loyalty, honestly. So cute. Well, this weekend, we were real excited that the Panthers came back. They don't know that truly I'm most excited for the SEC to come back. I prefer college over NFL. I tried to explain that to the girls. Why? Whatever. It doesn't matter. But <laughs> they, they were real into watching it. 
we put it on and you know, we really only watch Netflix, Hulu, Prime, Disney Plus, like nothing with commercials. Right. Really. Kids don't get even, commercials now. <laughs> no. So we're watching it on CBS and there are like real commercial breaks. Mm-hmm. And the girls are like, what, what is this? Right, I'm like, right. I don't know, it's a commercial. like you can go, you can go to the bathroom, you can get a snack, whatever. Well, the other day we had been watching shorts on Disney, like all of their little shorts. They have really cute ones. If you haven't checked them out, like the Party Source Rex and Small Fry, the Toy Story ones are really cute. We've watched some other ones. So they kept talking about these shorts. So if we choose something, they'd say, is this a short or an episode? So it's, it's a short. So then they just started calling the commercials shorts and like, and analyzing them as though they were shorts. Wow. Like there would be like a phone commercial and Annabelle would be like, this short is boring. <laughs> and like, Try again, but, like, to, but to them, like that was the only frame of reference that they had. Right. Like we, I could not define a commercial to them. I was like, this is an advertisement for a product that you probably don't want. It pays for the network to broadcast. Like it, they just didn't. So right. I was like, you're, you're right. They're shorts. These are just shorts. Right. I don't know. They right. had nothing to do with exactly. The only. Like, I mean, like, Go ahead. Is this about the Panthers? Is this about the, they call them the Black Panthers. Is this about the Black Panthers? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. (laughs) Exactly. Civil (laughs) rights slash Marvel icon, the Black Panthers. Slash Russ in power, Chadwick Boseman. Oh my gosh. There are a couple of things that have shaken me to my core this summer. That is one of them. Another one is Nick um, Cordero. Gosh, I know. That was tragic. I mean, just ab- above and beyond the regular that you feel like you have to just see every day, like that you kind of become numb to, sadly. Those those deaths, like ugh, when Chadwick Boseman died, I, I, I like actually cried real tears. I like as if I as if he was my friend. Like that's that's exactly what I did when Nick Cordero died. And our last episode we had shared when we were talking to Leslie, like Amanda had shared. Yeah, uh, yeah. Amanda Nick's wife had shared like a really positive update. He was awake. He was out of his coma yeah. and, and he sadly passed away. And I mean, I was so tied to that story. Yeah. I think Chadwick was so hard because it was like a surprise. It was right. such a secret. And then Nick's, I think everybody was rooting for, right. and it just, it all, it's all such a it's loss. It's all such a loss. Um, but yeah, I mean, and to look back and realize that like, People were like criticizing him for his weight and um, which I didn't realize was really happening. Um, I think I remember looking at a picture of him a while back and thinking to myself like, oh, he's lost weight. That's it. But uh, I just always assume it's for a role. I'm always like, oh, they're doing that for a role or something or they haven't been working out for a role. Something like that. I didn't think more anything else of it, but apparently he faced criticism and like had to like delete a bunch of pictures and this whole time. And like, it really just goes to show what he was doing with his time that he knew he had, which was being in roles that would mean something to people. Yes. And Oh my gosh, what a, what a tragedy, like what a, what a person to leave that legacy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, but shifting gears, um, For me, it sounded like a good idea at the time to be very body positive. As we know, I try and be as realistic as possible with my kids. And because I don't care anymore about anything um, and we don't leave our neighborhood, I will let my kids sit in the front seat just on the brief drive from our pool back home. Um, 
And so we were passing another friend of mine who I would say I've become closer friends with this summer for sure. Um, TBD after this, but <laughs> she and I, she, I stopped to chat. She was on a walk and Maya was in the front seat because she and I had had a little girl's day, which is becoming more and more fun as she gets older. And she just decided to loudly announce that her vulva hurt <laughs> out the window. And good for her and, for identifying you know? that. And so I'm like, throwing up from laughing out the window trying not to make it a big deal because like of course if you make it a big deal then they're gonna feel some kind of way about it so i'm like does it (laughs) like that's (laughs) right but anyway so and then of course my friend was like in shock and laughing and so yeah it was a good idea i'm sure maybe i mean again when she's in school we'll find out based on teacher's notes (laughs) (laughs) Well, I did have to send a note with Anna Blair today of she may be insist on being called Dave. I don't know. Like, <laughs> just please just go don't with it. write me about it. I don't. Well, <laughs> we had to fill out like the personality form. And it's like, how do you describe Anna Blair? Who's definitely my hardest to describe right. because she's like kind of a sleeper comedian, but like more exactly. reserved, but also super goofy. Right. It's very hard to, to peg her. So I was like, sometimes she'll be in character for days and you won't really realize it. So... <laughs> <laughs> today she's Dave for a while it was Fig the Fox from Tumbleleaf on Prime sometimes it's Jesse sometimes it's Annabelle it's very confusing Dave yeah. apparently is from a show I don't know but she's Dave um I don't know it's just you know so I'm like it's some I don't do you never I know I'm like you yeah. who you want to be I don't care <laughs> again yeah, I also exactly. don't care so no nothing nothing matters um we did not get into any politics or anything this episode um or many current events and we usually do um we did have people message us shortly after we went on a break um was when the whole george floyd murder Um, happened tragically and a couple people messaged saying something about uh like, um, do you have any plans to release any episodes? And to be quite honest, we were not the voices you needed no. to hear <laughs> about these topics no. um, this summer. And so we've definitely spent a lot of time trying to listen to black women in particular, women of color, people of color, and just try and figure out like what are things we could be doing? What are things we should be sharing? Ways we should be um, like adjusting our perspectives. And if you're looking for something like that, um, I highly recommend the anti-racism daily uh, newsletter by Nicole Cardoza. She's at Nicole Cardoza, C-A-R-D-O-Z-A on Instagram. And then I think she has a separate page for anti-racism daily. Um, She just sends out a newsletter every day. And then if you would like, and I highly encourage you to, you can uh, support her on Patreon. And, um, it's just every day there's some action, a few action items as far as supporting anti-racism. And like, it can be things as much as like, make sure you're registered to vote, uh, understand what this terminology means and don't continue to use that. Cause a lot of, a lot of this is so just in it's, uh, I learned a new word from a podcast recently, which I'll share about next week called hegemony. Do you know this word? Um, it's, it means like. The like from what I understand, Christian hegemony means that our society is basically a Christian society in that even if you don't and we're not raised in church, for example, mm-hmm. you you know most of the basics. Like you know who Jesus is, you know all right, these right, things. Right. Um and a lot of terms that like just are kind of under the umbrella of that 
of these things, these things that we're all kind of raised with, um, are things we should rethink. So just stuff along those lines. Um, the other resource I have loved is Blair Imani on Instagram. And that's B-L-A-I-R-I-M-A-N-I. And she is an anti-racism educator and historian. Um, and she also has a podcast and you can support her as well on Patreon, which I recommend doing. And um, she's just a very educational account to follow and does does a lot of important work. So um those are those are two those are two that I've chosen to support and learn from among others and um, so anyway we will obviously get more into that kind of thing in the future but just that <laughs> the voice of two white women was not the one that needed to be elevated as much over at all over these issues there's a lot that we needed to to unpack ourselves that we'd probably already been doing naturally but right. definitely brought it to the forefront. And for me, a whole lot of that has shifted conversations that I've had with my kids in all types of ways of diversity um, by trying to take anything taboo off the table. Like I was raised in a house that there are a lot of taboo issues and it was, it was not poorly intended, but I realized there's so much between sex, our bodies, uh, sexuality, orientation, sexual orientation, race, that all felt like those are just things that we don't talk about. um, And it never occurred to me to talk about. And I've been trying to adjust how we talk about it. So anyway. Totally. Yeah. More on that to come for sure. Um, So anyway, that's, that's just that. And more more next yeah, week. Yeah, we are back. So for everyone who reached out to us over the break um, with encouragement, we so appreciate you. There were a particular yeah. handful of listeners who were just unbelievably supportive and sent us DMs to both our personal accounts and the podcast account um, just to check in to say that they missed uh-huh. us. Um, and that was so encouraging. So thank you all very, very much. Yes, for sure. Um, and I've liked following some of you guys, the ones that I've connected with over Instagram too. I've liked um, following some of you. Some of you, nah. Some of you. Uh, some of you have done some cool things this summer that I've been living vicariously through. some of you through. haven't, so... And some of you have been boring like me, so you have not. Uh, you can find us find us on Instagram. We are at, at yes. a good idea pod. Um, I am personally over at Caroline Airy. Hannah isn't private anymore. No, I'm at Hannah Premaratna. Good luck. (laughs) Fine, but you can. Um, All right, well, we'll be back next Wednesday. And until then, rate, review, and subscribe. Maybe, maybe wait a few more episodes and decide. (laughs) Yeah, trust me, it's a five star. And you're not um, sure, pick five. (laughs) If you're not sure, DM me and I'll Uh, convince you. For $5, we'll write the review for you. So (laughs) let us take that off your plate. (laughs) Exactly. And we will see you next week. (laughs) 